Working remotely, where you are shouldn't dictate what you do. Work from the road by turning your vehicle into a reliable high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On the network that covers more roads than any other carrier, take your work on the road and AT&T will be there to keep you connected. Connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls, finish up that presentation, or answer last-minute emails. Why wait? Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi today for free trial eligibility. Based on independent third-party data, number of devices varies by manufacturer. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Running a business is no cakewalk, but with SAP Concur Solutions, you can be ready for anything. You can manage travel, expenses, and AP all on one platform that's packed with AI and best practices, and that delivers it all through an easy, clear, I can't believe how simple that is experience. So while not much can be done about that guy who never fails to burn the microwave popcorn and stink up the entire office, with SAP Concur, you can easily handle almost anything else. Take control of your business finances today at concur.com. That's C-O-N-C-U-R dot com. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gigillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit att.com slash hypergig for details. Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you? Get in touch with technology with Tech Stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Hello there, everybody, and welcome to Tech Stuff. My name is Chris Paulette, and I am the tech editor here at HowStuffWorks.com. Across from me, sitting there with a bemused expression as usual, would be senior writer Jonathan Strickland. Hey there! And today we want to talk about a very interesting group of people, but I think you have something to read to us first. Yes, actually, the, this topic comes to us courtesy of a little listener mail. This listener mail comes to us from Jack, and Jack says, Dear Tech Stuff, I believe a discussion on the subject of 4chan, the Japanese image board, and the Internet group Anonymous is more than overdue. They have been in the news several times and are very important in the Internet community. Please consider my request. Thank you, Jack. Um, all right, Jack. Uh, I actually wrote back to Jack earlier. Uh, this, he, he requested this um, early in November of 2009, so we're just mm-hmm. now getting to it. The reason why we're slow getting to it, uh, well, there's a couple of reasons. One is just that we have a lot of topics on our topic list that yeah. you know to work our way through. But another is that 
we had to really think about whether or not we were going to tackle this one because uh, the the subjects are somewhat controversial. Yes, definitely so. As a matter of fact, uh, you wrote about this not terribly long ago. Yes, I, I did it under a pseudonym. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. I actually put my name to it. Um, well, in a way, I wrote about a related subject. Yes. Right. Uh, because again, uh, this is this is controversial on multiple levels. Let's let's start with the very basics with 4chan before we talk about anything else. Though. That's true. Actually, the, the idea behind 4chan is is not particularly controversial at all. No, it's um, it's like many other websites on the web. It's uh, was designed to be a community, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. an image, uh, an image posting community, primarily yes. um, rather than uh, a lot of other message boards in which you would post, uh, you know, written Material theoretically, the idea was, you know, I guess the the idea behind it being something along the lines of a picture is worth a thousand words. You would post a photo or an image of some kind, right, to express your uh, your thoughts. And they were mainly, uh, in the case of 4chan, it was all about really kind of a, a Japanese animation as well as a mm-hmm. manga, the the um, illustrated. Essentially, they're like comic books or graphic novels. Yeah. Um, but you know, they they and they they range from very Simple uh, stories for for kids, all the way up to material that's specifically meant for adult consumption. It's not, you know, these aren't necessarily comic books for little kids. A lot of people hear the the phrase comic books even today and still think, oh, that's something that little kids enjoy. But in fact, you know, they're just like in the United States, mm-hmm. the comic books in Japan cater to all different age groups and demographics. True. And uh, 4chan was kind of a place where people who enjoyed this sort of Art uh, could share that kind of uh, uh, enthusiasm with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the interesting things about 4chan is that it would allow people to post content without any identification whatsoever. You didn't have to register uh, a handle or anything like that in order to go to 4chan and contribute, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is uh, – very different from most other communities. In other communities, of course, you want to establish an identity. That's how you make friends. It's how people know to contact you. It's how sure. you can start up conversations. Uh, on 4chan, you could do it completely anonymously, uh, which would theoretically protect you if you were to say, I don't know, post material that might violate copyright. Right. And I, I wanted to point out too, um, when you mentioned that there there is adult art, we're not talking about pornography necessarily. Because, necessarily, right. because uh, you're just talking about adult themes. Sure, yeah. Because that's something... one of the few. Uh, I mean, even though you can post, post things anonymously, one of the you know you're not theoretically supposed to uh, post pornography. If I'm not, not mistaken, not unless in except in a couple of the a couple of the rooms within or the the. Sections in 4chan do allow you to post that okay. kind of stuff. All right. I was under um, the impression it was completely forbidden on the site. So it's only in, in very specific areas. Yeah. Very specific areas. Uh, it actually tells you which areas are, um, are meant for, uh, mature audiences is right, kind of, right. I kind of hesitate to use that word considering some of the content that shows up on 4chan, but you know what I'm talking about, right? Of, right. of 18 or older. Let's say there are certain right, sections right. that are only meant for 18 or older. Um, although one would argue that I think most of the people who are on those sections are not that of that age group uh, based upon the content and uh, uh, commentary that you find within those sections. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the 
we're getting into we're getting we're kind of getting ahead a little bit. I, well, I didn't mean to get ahead. I just yeah, was yeah, trying yeah. to clarify the 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 adult. Sure, sure. Yeah. The so well, like Chris was saying, yeah, the adult themes don't necessarily mean pornography. I mean, it's the same way as I would I would call like Law and Order an adult show. Right, right. Because there's know? violence and the yeah, yeah and and, that, and right. well, and it just has themes that that children don't grasp. Yeah, you know, it's, exactly. It's, it's more sophisticated than what a child. Uh, considers entertainment. So, um, same thing with these, 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 uh, comics and, and cartoons or anime. I mean, people are going to get upset because I'll call it a cartoon or a, a comic book, but, uh, I'm just trying to give an analog for people who are unfamiliar with the art forms. Um, or I could just call it Japanimation. And, oh. Hey, man, that's when I was a kid, that's what, that's what we called it. We, I, I remember that. that I was, was saying you probably earned yourself 10 listener mails right then and there. What, for calling it Japanimation? Yes. I used to watch a lot of Japanimation. <laughs> I enjoyed Japanimation. I remember when there was a section of the store that was called Japanimation back before anime became as yeah, popular as it before is. Before anime became... But it actually had that label yeah. in the store. Yeah. Well, and anime and is, anime is definitely a more, a more uh, appropriate term because not all of this kind of animation comes from Japan. So, true. I mean, true. Because that's the, unfortunately, people would use the term Japanimation to mean animation coming from any Asian yeah. uh, n- country, which of course is you know that's not really accurate. <laughs> but at any rate, um, so 4chan's a community that is mostly based around that. Although people began to bring in other interests as well, so it began to flesh out a bit. Right? It wasn't mm-hmm. just things that had to do with anime or manga. Um, you had people who would bring in stuff about video games and other kinds of pop culture entertainment, uh, even music, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's also a specific channel where anything goes. It is the random channel, mm-hmm. the slash B channel. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is this channel that probably has gained 4chan the notoriety that it has. People, when people say 4chan uh, and they're talking about things like controversy um, or trolling or anything like that, they're really mainly talking about this B channel, the random channel where anything goes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because uh, I think um, I think Obi-Wan Kenobi <laughs> would describe this channel as a wretched hive of scum and villainy. Uh, I'm not making any kind of judgment on the people who go there, well, but I will say that they enjoy winding each other up. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, you're not the first person to have made that exact comparison. Yeah. I actually found other references using that exact phrase it's, it's, to the random channel. It's 4chan. probably in people's signatures <laughs> and things like 4chan, B channel, a wretched hive of scum and villainy. Well, that's the thing. I mean, that's one of the things about the internet in general. A lot of websites, uh, produce communities of like-minded people, people who have similar interests. And it makes sense that, you know, people who like to, uh, uh, to wind each other up, as you say, mm. uh, would, would want to gather somewhere. And this is just an opportunity for them to do that. Yeah. I don't, I don't necessarily think that the people who are posting in that channel are particularly, uh, sinister or mean spirited. They're more mischievous than yeah. anything else. Yeah. Now, sometimes this mischief boils over into, uh, acts that are that go beyond mischief into mm-hmm. the realm of being criminal acts, mm-hmm. um, or at the very least, uh, uh, questionable. So it goes beyond just like, haha, I pulled a prank on you to, wow, you've actually caused damage in some way, whether that's, you know, through a, a calculable monetary unit or psychological damage or emotional damage or whatever. 
Um, but they enjoy pushing people's buttons. Yeah. Mostly they're pushing each other's buttons because uh, a lot of the shenanigans that go on in the random channel on 4chan, that's where they stay. Yeah. Uh, they, they pretty much are going back and forth. Um, it's, it's a group of people who have not necessarily identified themselves in any way. So there's, it's, it's hard to get organized when you, when you do that. I mean, it's not impossible as we'll get to when we get to anonymous, but it makes it a little more difficult. And, um, right. I mean, uh, this hasn't stopped them from creating some pretty popular, uh, uh, ideas that eventually kind of took a life of their own and became internet memes. Yeah. You, you might be actually surprised to hear some of the, uh, the trains of thought that have escaped, uh, from that area and, and made their way across the internet and even onto national TV, as I have seen. Um, and I'm not sure that, uh, you know, some of them are, are, uh, are really uh, pretty funny, to tell you the truth. Yeah, I mean, er, things from some of the some of the things you've seen online uh, or that you've probably seen online, either they got their start on 4chan or they were popularized on 4chan and then immediately exploded on the internet. Things like lol cats. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. So the, the, the I can has cheeseburger. Right, yes. You see a, a, a cute picture of a cat with a funny caption written in some sort of sub-English Apparently, the kind of English that cats think in. Kitty pigeon. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yay. So anyway, that, um, <laughs> you can, you can attribute that to, uh, to 4chan. You can also, uh, things like rickrolling. Mm hmm. Again. Which is a, uh, should we explain? Oh, well, yeah, sure. For the, for the two people out in the audience who have there, never heard possible. of rickrolling. Well, it is possible they know what it is and don't know that it has a name. Okay. Go for it. Um, yes. This, uh, this is when you are, are given, um, a video or, uh, actually it could be virtually anything. Somebody gives you a phone and they've changed your ring to <laughs> Rick Astley's never going to give you up. You've been Rick rolled. Or somebody says, you have to check out this cool lolcat video. And, uh, well, it turns out it's Rick Astley's never going to give you up video. And then there's the float from the, uh, 2008 Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade from Cartoon Network in which Rick Astley actually stepped out and sang the song himself on yeah. national TV. He actually Rick rolled the, the entire Macy's the country. Thanksgiving Day I love Parade. That. Yeah, of course, it, by that point, it had actually become a uh, stale joke. Yeah, in, it was already, yeah. Some people's. By, yeah, by the time Thanksgiving 2008 rolled around, it was considered to be pretty old. And then a year later, we start seeing the iPhone worm go out that replaced oh, yeah. people's uh, jailbroken iPhone background image uh-huh. with Rick Astley. Yep. And I'm thinking, seriously, how much longer is this joke going to go? I'm sure it will come and go in spurts as these things do. I'm sure it will. But I mean, the other thing that we can count on is the fact that eventually there'll be another weird meme that'll come out of 4chan. Mm-hmm. Now, so I was going to point out too, speaking of the, the lolcats meme that, um, they did an interview, actually Love Grossman of Time magazine did an interview with, uh, Moot, the founder of 4chan mm-hmm. about the lolcats because, um, that appeared on 4chan and then somebody else basically took the idea and ran with it and made the site. Um, which sold for $2 million. And uh, basically, Moot said, well, you know, that's cool. That's fine. He didn't seem to be, uh, at least according to uh, Mr. Grossman, he didn't seem to be too overly concerned that he wasn't seeing a penny of that. Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, it's amazing how some of these things take off and then leave the channel and, you know, leave home and start their own families. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, getting back to the random channel. Uh, so, first of all, I... I guess we should have said this earlier. Um, I don't recommend you go to 4chan and check out the random channel. In fact, I, 
I advise against doing it. Mm-hmm. I if you are going to do it, uh, don't do it at school. Don't do it at work. Uh, you might want to turn images off <laughs> on your computer because they're they're posting stuff deliberately designed to, to get your goat. Right, and not only that, but I mean you can. In in the random channel, you can encounter things like pornography. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to be there. The only thing that is specifically against the rules in the random channel uh-huh. is no child pornography. Ah, anything else is That's considered fair game. So wow. everything other than child porn is fair game. And so, I mean, that's a lot of stuff, people. And I'm telling you, <laughs> you know, some of you might be thinking, "Hey, that sounds kind of cool." It's um. An interesting experience. It's disturbing. Yeah, I, yeah. When I was researching how, how internet trolls work, mm-hmm. I specifically went to 4chan to check it out because a lot of trolling, um, is attributed to 4chan because again, we're talking about mischievous people who like to push buttons. So sometimes they'll go to other internet communities specifically to cause a little mischief and, mm-hmm. and raise a ruckus. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so, you know, you want to go to the source, you go to 4chan. Well, I had to turn my images off almost immediately as soon as I got there because I realized that if I did try to surf that while at work, even though it was research, I would likely have to watch that video from HR again. Yeah. And I don't want to have to do that if I don't have to. Uh, so anyway, the, the kind of stuff that you'll see on a random channel, if you were to go, mm-hmm. includes lots and lots of very dark humor. I yeah. mean, like gallows humor stuff where sure. people like – if if you remember, like after any huge tragedy, almost immediately there start people start making jokes about that tragedy sure, as yeah. a coping mechanism. Mm-hmm. And for some people, that is just so insensitive and taboo mm-hmm. that it, it's immediately offensive. That's the kind of stuff you're going to find in the random channel. Again, pushing buttons. Yes. Yeah. So if someone famous has just recently passed away, I guarantee you the first place you're going to see a joke about it will be on 4chan in that random channel. <laughs> you know, it'll, yeah. as soon as someone's heard about it, they're going to be, they're like, how do I make a punchline where this person's name is the joke? Right. Um, so that's the kind of uh, material you'll find on there. However, something kind of um, unusual really came from 4chan that was not necessarily an internet meme, but a, a, a group that mm-hmm. has occasionally uh, tried to to mobilize to protest specific uh, other groups and other uh, policies. Mm-hmm. And by that, I'm talking about anonymous. And that sort of takes its name from the ability to remain anonymous while on 4chan. Yeah. And, essentially. And, and anonymous, the members of anonymous aren't all necessarily members of 4chan or people who contribute to 4chan. Right. Right. Uh, the anonymous actually spans across several different communities and some people who didn't even belong to any of those communities just heard about it, agreed yeah. with the, the general principles of anonymous and kind of went along for the ride. So right. it's like this enormous anonymous mob of internet users. Yeah. They don't necessarily know who one another are. Yeah. Either. Yeah. You don't necessarily know the identity of other members. Um, there is no centralized leadership, which is both a, uh, a blessing and a curse to this group. Mm-hmm. Part of the blessing is that if the group as a whole has done something to tick off some other organization, there's no one specific you can point to and say this person is to blame. Right. There's no accountability. Right. Uh, 
but part of the curse is also that it, it can be very difficult to organize a group to do any particular task because you don't have a centralized leadership. Right. You have to be able to to suggest in an, an anonymous way a course of action and have other enough people agree who, you know, share your same perspective, agree to it and for that to catch on. So it has to kind of spread virally. Yes, but and but it has been effective because they've uh, been able to stage protests in in cities around the world. Yes, now the biggest target of their protests has been the Church of Scientology. Right. Now members of anonymous and here's the other here's another issue with anonymous. When you have mm-hmm. a big anonymous group and there's no centralized uh, figure, there's also no centralized voice for the group. Right. Uh you have what the majority of the group seems to believe in, but then there are people around the edges who may have different beliefs or a stronger uh, uh, conviction about a certain principle than others and will take things to a greater length than the group itself might want to go. Right. right. And so that's what <laughs> how do you make a set of rules to govern a group where it's a group filled with people who are all anonymous and no one has accountability? It's really tricky. Right. right. So arguably you would say that the the original group uh, anonymous group when they started project chanology which is the 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 specific initiative aimed against the practices of the church of scientology mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, they were moderate in their approach in the sense that they said they were not targeting the church as a church right they were targeting specific practices that the, the church allegedly follows right so they lay, they, they alleged that the, um, church was, for instance, uh, bankrupting its members and right. brainwashing people or at least separating them from their support system and cutting them off from the outside world so that they become completely dependent upon the church itself. Right. Right. I remember seeing that they were, that, uh, those were the things that they had accused the, the church of Scientology yeah. for and taking people away from their families and, and and also accusing the Church of Scientology itself of using very draconian tactics to silence any kind of mm-hmm. protest, any sort of a uh, anyone who would say anything against the church would receive um, an enormous amount of pressure from the church in various ways, and and really uh, it would range from. Law, the threat of lawsuits mm-hmm. to actual criminal acts committed against you mm-hmm. uh, or harassment against you and your family. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you're talking about a group of anonymous people with no sense of accountability and an organization that is being accused of uh, some pretty scary tactics. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is like the stuff of movies yes, here. I mean, yes. you know, you don't. You don't normally think about this kind of stuff happening in real life, and yet it is unfolding in cities around the world yes. um, throughout the year. I mean, you'll find here about uh, anonymous protests, uh, usually somewhere in the vicinity of a Church of Scientology location. Mm-hmm. Uh, if the uh, if the area in which they are protesting allows it, many of them will wear masks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and many of them have adopted the um, Guy Fox mask used for in V for, for Vendetta. vendetta. Mm-hmm. Right. The whole idea of this is a uh, kind of standing up for the individual down with this tyrannical organization sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Goes with the theme. Yeah. Now, the, th- the group also says that if it is not legal to wear a mask, 
to to not do it. I mean, don't 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 break the law in your efforts to protest the church. And mm-hmm. the reasoning behind that is you're more likely to do more harm to your cause than to help it. Yep, and that. Uh I haven't seen any reports that they've done any, you know, physical damage or broken any laws necessarily. And in fact, um, I, uh, I remember reading that in, at, at least one protest, they, they brought cake mm. and they were offering, uh, cake to people. Um, basically, I think is a, a way of saying, look, you know, we're just saying we don't agree with their practices. Um, we just want some attention drawn to this. Although they, uh, they are, um, at least in one case, I remember reading that uh, they were attempting to have the tax codes changed with regard to the Church of Scientology, so that they are sure, um, you know, that they are actually trying to achieve that one, at least that one uh, end goal, rather than doing any, you know, serious harm to it. They're trying to uh, change the way the government sees uh, the church. Yeah, and um, there are several YouTube videos that are. Uh, attributed to anonymous. This is kind of funny because when you think about it, anyone could create those videos, whether they mm-hmm. are part of anonymous or not. True. And some of these videos are, um, you know, just, they're just, they're very blunt and they lay out what the group's, um, uh, complaints are against the Church of Scientology, why the group is, uh, is organizing protests against the Church of Scientology. Um, and it's, you know, just very, Straightforward. Others are a little more sinister and, mm. uh, spooky. And here's where it really gets kind of crazy. I mean, really crazy. You get the Church of Scientology saying, Hey, look, this proves that anonymous are, uh, they're, they're terrorists. Yeah. You know, they, they are trying to use terror to, to cow us sure. into changing the way that we operate. Uh, whereas anonymous is saying, Hey, that's not us. Yeah. Our policy is outlined in this video over here. That's what we think. We aren't the ones posting that. And here's the thing is that you don't know if it's someone in anonymous or not. Cause There's like no I said, prove it. yeah, there may be people in anonymous who think that the, the group's policy doesn't take a hard enough stance. Right. Or here's an alternative. There are just some mischief makers who are posing as anonymous just to stir up trouble. Yeah. Like they don't care one way or another if anonymous achieves its goals. Right. What they care about is pushing buttons, getting back to that. So you can't really even tell what the motives are behind the people who are posting these things. Or, you know, you may hear of uh, a report of the Church of Scientology saying that, um, that someone hacked into their computer systems mm-hmm. and they'll, they'll say, well, this has to be anonymous. Well, it could be, it could be that it was a group of people within anonymous who took that initiative. Um, but it could also be that it was completely unrelated and there, sure. and anonymous is the scapegoat. I mean, again, here's the trouble of having a big group of people with no centralized leadership. And, you know, uh, arguably you would say, well, according to the, uh, quote unquote, official anonymous approach, and again, it's hard to define what that is. But according to that, uh, any such attacks would be against the group's principles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, you know, again, you don't know. Maybe it's people on the, the fringe of Anonymous who, who are trying to up the vigilante activity. Maybe it's just someone who wants to cause as much mischief as they possibly can. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, that's why it's kind of hard to talk about these folks. I mean, they're they're very clever, maybe too clever for their own good in a way. Well, they're so decentralized too that it, it's kind of hard to pin down, 
you know, a core set of values and beliefs that anonymous represents. Right. You know, because they're, they're so disparate. And, and the group itself has also been accused of other activities Mm -hmm. besides things that are not related to the Church of Scientology at all. Right. Other kinds of mischief. Um, in some, some cases it was a kind of civil disobedience in order to protest a particular set of policies. Mm -hmm. In other cases, it just seemed like it was kind of a mean spirited joke. Yeah. That was done for no other reason than to cause a stir. Um, and uh, once again, it's impossible to say which ones like because anonymous itself doesn't have. I mean, there's no firm membership role. Mm-hmm. It could be that this is a, a splinter group of the full group of anonymous. It could be that it's a large portion of anonymous. It could be it's people who aren't even related to anonymous. Mm-hmm. But uh, for example, there was um not that long ago, there was a whole thing about a, a website that was designed to uh, be a forum for people who suffer from epilepsy and migraine headaches. Mm-hmm. And um, a group essentially created uh, 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 handles within this forum and began to post images of flashing lights, things that would theoretically set off could set off an epileptic attack or perhaps trigger a migraine. Yeah. Depending on if you know if you had that visual stimulation, if that's what set you off. Uh and you know, what's the point of that? Why do that besides the fact that, you know, you're just causing as much trouble as possible. Mm-hmm. I mean, ultimately if your tactic works, you are possibly actually causing harm to another individual. I mean, mm-hmm. in a way, that's even if you don't want to call it terrorism, it's at least, you know, just just malicious. Yeah, mean spirited. Yeah, and um, you know, is is that the same group that's protesting draconian practices by you know by another group? Is that or is it a totally different group? I mean, again, it could be it could be any, anybody doing that, and anonymous taking the blame for it, regardless of whether yeah. or not it's an anonymous member or not. So. um yeah, it's weird stuff. Yeah. I mean, there there's some some things that are attributed to, to the group that just don't really add up. But again, uh it could even be that there are some people who are active in anonymous who are at protests who go to every single one they can who don't really believe in the ultimate cause, they just like the 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 noise. Yeah. I mean, there's that too. It's so very possible. People who just enjoy being a rabble rouser. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I mean, I think there's a place for civil disobedience. I think that that is, if if you have, if your rights are are whittled away, you start to have very few other options. Um, but there's a right way to go about it and a wrong way to go about it. And I think maybe causing people to have epileptic seizures is possibly not the right way. But hey, you know, we who don't know for sure. We we don't know for sure it's them. Right. We don't know so, who it is. So, That's yeah. the brilliance behind Anonymous um, or anyone who manages to be on the Internet and not leave a a easily trackable record of who they are. And that's that's difficult these days. Yeah, it's actually really tricky. In fact, a lot of the people who are in Anonymous, um, if you were really determined and you put enough pressure on the right people, you could figure out who most of them are. Mm-hmm. Um, but it would, it would take a lot because you would essentially have to be able to pressure internet service providers into giving you the information about, you know, ISPs and things like that. And, right. uh, or rather not ISPs, but IP addresses and things like that. Um, and that's, 
most ISPs would never really do that without a court order because it, you know, once you start violating the trust of your customers, you don't have customers anymore. Right. So, so they have a pretty good net of protection around them, but I mean, I, I wouldn't say they're impervious. No, no. All right. It's a well, fascinating group of people. Yeah, and of course, you know, we didn't really get into the whole trolling thing, but uh, yeah, there a lot of the people in 4chan have also been accused of, or at least the the kind of mentality that you find in 4chan right. is often um, the the 4chan random channel, I should say, uh, is also often associated with trolling in general on the internet. Mm-hmm. Uh, people who just like to go to different communities and cause misery and. And make conversations break down into flame wars, that kind of thing. Sure. Just because they get their jollies out of derailing any kind of civil conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know. Well, in this case, lulls. Lulls, yeah. Same people who are griefers in games. They'll go on to mm-hmm. a game and just – they're only – the way they get enjoyment from a game is by causing other people frustration. Yeah. Um we, I think a we lot mentioned of people, that before, though. Yeah, in our, we yeah. had a, a trolls. Yes, podcast, we did. So I think a lot of people eventually grow out of that, which is another reason why people will say that the the folks on on the random channel at 4chan seem to fall into the 15 year old bored yeah boy but, category. Well, one of the articles I read about uh, about anonymous suggested that they, a lot of them were uh, middle class teenage. People. So yeah, I think that, I think a lot of the go along with that. the people I've seen theory. in pictures at the uh, at the actual protest tend mm-hmm. to fall into um, older teens and early twin early to mid twenties uh, mm-hmm. based mm-hmm. upon their build and uh, and the, things like that because in most cases they're masked their mas- their masks looked very youthful yeah they 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 were a very young Guy Fox yeah um, and Guy Fox is just one of the kinds of masks they wear sure, that's sure. it's probably one of the more popular ones, but you'll see people wear like, you know, just the dust mask or whatever. Right, right. Um, but at any rate, so yeah, I hope that um, that's a good little overview of 4chan and Anonymous. Now, granted, there's a lot more that we did not go into. This, These are very deep subjects, both of them, in fact. And uh, we could probably do two or three podcasts on them if we weren't afraid of getting attacked for the lulls, <laughs> which I live in constant fear of being attacked for the lulls. Please don't attack me for the lulls. <laughs> it's not that funny. Uh, but um, are, are you are you exhausted by the subject? Yeah, it's just uh, it's just one of those things that uh, it's interesting to me because it's so hard to pin down. Yeah, you know, and uh, you know, I understand why other people would be interested in it. Yeah, know? yeah, it's you know, if it weren't for the fact that uh, I have to disengage half of my internet browser's capabilities before I go to such a site, I would probably check it out a little more often. Yeah. Also, I think it's blocked on our network. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Well, it, it wasn't back when I was researching trolls. True. True. Lesson learned. All right. Well, I guess that'll bring us around to our second bout of listener mail. This listener mail comes from Emily. Emily says, Chris and Jonathan, thanks for a better than Josh and Chuck podcast. 
Even though it was a while ago, I have a comment on your two, 2038 podcast. I have a Palm Pilot M505 that runs with Legacy. I've tried many times to download the software that allows me to use the email application and sync the Palm with my computer. It does not work. There is no version of the software that works with newer systems like Windows Vista. In the process, I also discovered that there is no tech support for old Palms. If the same thing happens with most machines that run with Legacy, it will not work with many other computers, and when that person encounters a problem, they will not be able to fix it. So unless this person is very intent on keeping the system because it is ancient and willing to spend the money they could use to buy a new system on fixing the old one, the person should get a new system. Thanks, and keep podcasting. Your ninth grade devotee, Emily. She says, by the way, I love puns, pie, and awful jokes, three things you won't get on Stuff You Should Know. And by the by the way, could you talk about internet blocking systems like the ones in place at school that don't allow you to go on Facebook or YouTube? That's funny that she should mention that. Sure. Why is that? Because we were just talking about, about it. Yes. Face, about yeah. face, <laughs> firewalls. 4chan. Yeah, firewalls. Yeah, it's essentially a firewall. Um, I mean, there are many different versions and variations of the firewall, but it's not that hard. It's, it's a, it can either be hardware or software. And you just, uh, most of them have a setting where you can tell it specific URLs that, uh, it will not, uh, allow people to access. Mm-hmm. So you try and go to it and you'll get a message back saying you can't access that site. Uh, many of them will come with a list pre-programmed of, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. of URLs that are known to be either time sucks like Facebook and Twitter or, um, you know, have questionable content on them like 4chan. There you go. I mean, it's, it's sort of like a, a set of parental controls for an entire network. Right. So. And it seems to me like she was talking about legacy as being a kind of a, a like a specific program. What we're talking about when we're talking about legacy systems is not necessarily a specific program, but older programs that have been used within a an organization for years and years and years, and there is no longer any support for them because the company that created it is no longer around or has moved on to other systems and no longer supports it. That's what a legacy system is. Yeah, and unfortunately, the uh, the original Palm OS is. Uh, sort of in that boat because yes. you know it is it still functions. As a matter of fact, uh, Linux has a you know built-in support for it, mm-hmm. but um, you know you have to go to third-party clients at this point to uh, to get support for the Palm OS. And I think that a lot of in a lot of cases they're just going to let it drop now, especially with the uh, the new Web OS that yes, comes the with the, uh, <laughs> the Webos, the Webos um, that comes with the uh, Palm Pre and the Pixie. Yes, and Emily may very well have meant that. It was just kind of difficult to tell from the way she phrased. That. So sure, sure. I just wanted to cover all the bases there. Well, thanks for the email, Emily, and thanks, Jack, for your question that started off this whole podcast. If any of you have any questions, suggestions, anything like that, send us an email, techstuff at howstuffworks.com. Remember, every Tuesday at 1 p.m., we have Tech Stuff Live, and you can check that out at the blogs at howstuffworks.com. Just look on the right-hand side. You'll see the links there. Chris and I will talk to you again, possibly anonymously, really soon. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. And be sure to check out the new Tech Stuff blog, now on the HowStuffWorks homepage. Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you? Running a business is no cakewalk, but with SAP Concur Solutions, you can be ready for anything. You can manage travel, expenses, and AP all on one platform that's packed with AI and best practices, and that delivers it all through an easy, clear, I can't believe how simple that is experience. So while not much can be done about that guy who never fails to burn the microwave popcorn and stink up the entire office, 
With SAP Concur, you can easily handle almost anything else. Take control of your business finances today at concur.com. That's C-O-N-C-U-R dot I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.